Hey guys, it's Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I have my longtime friend and colleague, James Carolyn, uh, across the pond with us. Uh, he's in London. So uh, James, introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what you do and what's going on in London. Right. Okay. So I'm James Carolyn and uh, I'm a, well, <clears throat> I've had quite a long history in, uh, in, this, in this world. Uh, I've Originally trained in uh, holistic massage, which known in sweet, known as Swedish massage in most of the world. Um, and then I went off to study uh, Twina, Chinese medical massage. It's, it's a, one of the branches of uh, TCM. And uh, then I went off to study acupuncture because I thought it would be a, a good, uh, good combination, good combination to have. Um, then later I, I studied some of the other Asian systems like Indonesian massage and. Uh, and I also also later on studied uh, Thai yoga massage, which uh, which is something that I really really enjoy doing. Um, I'd like to do a lot more of it. However, trying to get people into the whole mat thing can be a little bit difficult at times. Uh, I also have a qualification as a yoga teacher, so that's 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 me in in a very very short condensed uh, space of time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, also, just before I forget, can you tell people where they can find you online in case they want to follow you? <clears throat> Yes, certainly. If you find me, um, or you can find my website is www.maxstrengthholistics.co.uk. Uh, alternatively, if you even just typed in, if you type in Tweener on um, on YouTube, uh, you'll you'll find you'll find me very quickly. So that's T U I N A. And uh, if you typed in massage in London on YouTube, you'll also be able to find me very quickly uh, on there as well. Um, yeah, and that's uh, yeah. So that's really. Really, um, really good to good to let let people know that you can you can do that. It also shows the power of, uh, of video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we talked briefly about um, discussing COVID and precautions and what people are doing. Um, how has that been for you? Oh, it's been it's a lot of it's a lot of extra work to get very little uh, in return. So yeah. Yeah, so as soon as, as soon as I walk into the clinic, I mean, before I just I just missed the days of like you know walking into the clinic, saying hi to the receptionist, going up going up into the treatment room, getting my stuff ready, and away you go. Uh, now it's now it's a lot more it's a, it's a lot more cumbersome than that. Uh, I go I go yeah. in, I've um, because I take public transport, so I either take a bus or a train to to work, which a lot of us do. Um, yeah, that means I have to, as soon as I go in, I have to go into the changing room, change my clothes. That means I'm carrying loads of extra stuff. Uh, go, into the, go into the treatment room, wipe, you know, all the surfaces down, you know, wipe down the surface of the computer, the phone, um, open the window, uh, also wipe down the, the massage table again, and, uh, and then get started. Oh, and then, and then put on, and then put you on PPE as well, my personal protection equipment. So it's also putting on my, yeah. my apron. I mean, I don't know how it works in the States, but we have to wear apron, um, masks, and a, and a visor. Um, yeah. And we've, uh, and for about a good, I would say like a good four weeks uh, when we were when we were allowed to work again, there was a big, it was a big discussion amongst ourselves, the, the government and, and our professional, professional associations, whether we, you know, we should be wearing gloves uh, to do oil-based yeah. massage. It was a real, um, yeah. That that was that, that was that was being debated. So a lot of a lot of therapists out there were very confused. 
me being one yeah. of them as well. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of discrepancy in the states or 50 states, 50 sets of rules. Um, I know that I'm fortunate that some of my business was already online. I was working at teaching online more, which I've continued. Um, we're about to push to a new level of uh, doing that. So I have two really solid regular clients hmm. that I see consistently. I wasn't pushing for clients. I got divorced, moved into an apartment. Um, you know, and I'm seeing those two clients and I do those two clients as out calls mm. in the last three or four months. I think I've only seen like three new clients and I just screened them heavily on the phone to find out. And in most cases, they were working at home uh, mm. in near complete isolation, except for like going to the store. So, you know, you mask up, work on people and just do the best you can. Um, yeah. I feel fortunate that I have, you know, other revenue streams, but for a lot of therapists, it's been really, really problematic. Um, I see here in Texas, there's lots of equipment for sale and uh, people are basically leaving their practice in pretty large numbers because, you know, they need revenue. Yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty, it's pretty much the same, pretty much the same over here. I mean, my, my work is pretty much like, you know, halted to a standstill almost. I mean, it's only, I'm only working at the clinic at the moment, uh, part time, and the rest is me like looking for work. So I've got several several interviews coming up. Um, I mean, the main bulk of my work was working in offices, like so doing, doing chair massage in offices. So when COVID hit, um, yeah, that that, that, that I, I couldn't, you know, that means there was just no, no work at all. Uh, and now yeah. people are are working again. They're working they're working from home, hence they're not going to be in the offices. So I can't really do my uh, you know, do do my chair massage work, and even if I did, uh, I'd have to change. So you know, each each chair massage um, uh, client I see in an office on a uh, in a on an average day would probably last about fifteen minutes. So I'd I would have to change my PPE for every client yeah. that I see. So can you imagine? So if I see twenty people, I'd have to change. I'd have to bring twenty twenty different items yeah. of PPE. You know, just taking it off, changing it, and the break it takes in between clients as well. It's just, um, yeah, it's just so so cumbersome. Yeah, that's where my my model a little bit is different. Where the sessions are three hours long, uh, mm. max. I would see two clients a day, so I don't have a huge amount of foot traffic, um, even if I'm traveling to other people. So that's a little bit of an advantage, but COVID is just a rough situation for anybody in our industry at the moment, since, you know, the primary service we offer is hands-on uh, close mm. intimate contact with people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think a lot of, you know, a lot of people are, are very, very scared for the idea of actually having some like some hands-on hands-on work. Um, but I mean, I think uh, the way we're doing it at the clinic, I mean, we're just, you know, we're wiping down everything. We're, you know, we're doing everything we, we can um, to keep the risk of infection to a minimum. Uh, and I think that the clients coming through the door know that and they feel a little bit, a little bit more at ease, but we need, we need more people feeling a bit more confident in, in what we yeah. what we do really, you know, in order for people to come in through the door. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not just, it's not just us feeling it. I mean, uh, I remember like the first time, I walked out of lockdown, actually going to work and sitting on the bus and looking, looking outside the window and just seeing how many, how many of my favorite little businesses are closed down. 
and that, that was very that was really depressing for me you know just like seeing all my favorite little cafes or my favorite little shops that I used to go into all closed down yeah that was pretty um it's pretty sad I mean I hate to hate to be um I hate to talk all doom and gloom here but I mean this is what this is what I'm seeing at the moment and um yeah yeah some of the some of the more positive sides I think because I'm trying to you know, do my best to try and sort of pick myself up a little bit here but yeah, some of the more positive sides are, well, at least at least there are people replying to my applications, which is good, you know. So I have I have one tomorrow, yeah. and um, yeah, and I've I've been I'm due to actually I've been uh, been asked to look at a contract at the moment to see if I can get started with a new with a new startup business. Um, that that's I mean that that's a that's a positive, but how much work I'm going to get out of this, you know? They're a new company. And we've been hit with with COVID, so I, I don't I don't know um, I don't know what the future would, will, will hold, you know. In that in that uh, in that uh, yeah. regards, yeah. So yeah, it's a tough scene. I mean, uh, therapists have asked me, you know, for advice and like what to do, and this was earlier on when COVID was pretty new. And they're like, well, we're, you know, we're looking at educators like you to show us to lead us the way. And I'm like, uh, I'm not an epidemiologist. Like, just do whatever your state tells you to do. Like, I don't, viruses aren't my forte. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm, in other words, I'm relying on those same professionals to tell me what's going to be the safest mode, you know, of, of offering what we do what I've done is mainly just limit contact. Um, mm. Actually for me, I think I'm a bit of an introvert and I realized it more going through this because I've been quite content to be home, read books, hang out, shoot video, work on online stuff mm. with a relatively small amount of contact, including doing podcasts, making phone calls, talking to colleagues, checking on uh, what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, making uh, future plans has worked quite fine for me, but my friends who are extroverts are having problems. Like they, they really crave um, attention and physical affection from people that they're not able to get. Whereas I'm, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think you've got, so that means you've, you probably have more time now to focus on your, on your online stuff uh, because you're, you're at home and yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing that's what exactly what i was thinking about as well because now now i've got my new camera um i need to um that, that's the thing as well because i've got i've got this camera which i invested in well i need to get hold of a new laptop and invest in a course in in editing um which i thought i would have had the money to uh, to invest in but i don't now because of um because of the lack of work i'm getting at the moment um yeah but i um but also what's, what I find quite interesting as well is like when people say like, well, I've, I've got, I've got no work at the moment. What, you know, what can I do? Well, I mean, the answer was pretty easy for me is that, okay, if I, well, if I can't work then I'm just going to shoot, I'm going to keep shooting videos and I'm just going to do as many as I can. But then what I come to realize is, and this is actually, this is, this is leading on to why I think video is important. What I was saying to you uh, earlier on now, now we've got this, this extra time. I'm speaking to other therapists. I'm saying, okay, we've got all this extra time now. Why don't we start making videos? And the amount of yeah. people who don't want to be on the camera is, yeah. uh, is, is more, is more than, it's more than surprising to me because look, you know, guys, you know, you've got, you know, you've got no work happening. You want to be able to advertise for work. 
you don't have the money to invest in a, a huge advertising campaign that you know if you're think if you're thinking about doing that so let's do video and so many people just don't want to get in front of the in front of the camera um yeah and it was and actually i think i think that's i think that's the state that's the stage of the game that i'm at the moment because i remember having a conversation with yourself and a few a few other of your students on on the on the zoom event on a zoom call and um and I think, I think most of them were going, going through that thing, well, what am I going to say in, the, in front of the camera? Uh, what am I going to do in front of the camera? Um, you know, how am I going to look, you know, to the general public? Um, yeah. And that, but I'm, I'm, at, I'm at another phase in, in, my, in my development, whereas I'm thinking, I'm not thinking about how I look on camera. I'm thinking about, well, how do I, get, how do I improve my editing? How do I improve my video quality? How do I, you know, how do I make my videos stand out? Like, you know, with graphics yep. and text and, and that sort of thing um yeah so i'm like i'm really so at, at, the, at the moment my challenge is well several challenges really to improve my video quality through through editing and what have you and uh and also just trying to get trying to get the bodies in front of in front of the camera as well it's really quite can be quite difficult but it is very difficult you know yeah yeah i mean i didn't really realize that when i started shooting video that the real reason people didn't want to be on video is they're insecure about how they look or how they sound or, you know, all these various mm -hmm. things. Um, for better or worse, I had the gift of gab. So I took the video pretty easily. Um, it certainly mm -hmm. improved over time, but I had things to say and I didn't care if people called me fat or said things about me. So I just shot video. And for me in an industry where people don't shoot video, that was a winning formula. Yeah. Much like you, I'm trying to figure out how do you make it better. I'm working on multi-camera live streams so I can teach online more easily. You know, things along those lines. Um, graphics, editing, rendering video, adding music, multiple shots, different camera angles. I mean, it's really infinitely complex. And you get to this point, you're like, man, I, I'm a body worker. Like, what's all this Federico Fellini camera angles, <laughs> you know, the art that's basically stacked on the video, but it's really just having enough. Um, you know, it's, it's plenty to start just with your smartphone and just make Instagram videos and get comfortable on camera and then continue to expand through repeated iteration. You do it again and again and again and just improve it. Um, you know, layer after layer after layer, and you just... I mean, look, just before we got on here, I'm like, I can't get Zoom to work. How does it do this? It's not, I don't know, you know, it's like I'm yeah. figuring it out as I go. Like, I, I don't have everything together. Um, it's been disheartening to me to see that therapists aren't spending their time working on their business this way. But I also have a different mentality when it comes to how I think these things are built. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, like, like I think, I think this is really, really important. And I know that massage therapists are just kind of like, well, you know, mostly they have an employee mindset. They want someone else to do it for them. And though mm -hmm. I understand that, I think that that leads to a situation where you're at the whims of that owner. Um, you're making less money per hour you don't really get control over the service that you're delivering, that you get to tune to the client. Um, I'm really on the side of independence. 
entrepreneurship, liberty, freedom, listen to the music you want, do the services you want, work with the clients directly, you know, and it's like, there's really an embodiment of the American dream, like within my business. For me, what that means is video production. That has to be a big part of what I do to make a novelty service, if you will, a service people don't know about. Half my job is education. Yeah, I mean, that really, uh, that's, that's something that I really wanted to talk to you about, is that the power of video. I mean, I'll t- I mean, I like to say, like, that's why I keep telling to a lot of, a lot of, a lot of my a lot of therapists out there. So have you made any videos? They normally say no. And I think, uh, and I think it's just really, they don't, they don't know what video, what videos can, can do. Well, for a start, it's free. You know, anyone could just pull out a phone, put something on the, you know, put something on social media and you've, there you go, you've created a video. Um, not a lot of people yeah. um, are doing YouTube at the moment. So I'm like one of the only, I'm one of the very few people on, on YouTube, a London-based massage therapist on, on YouTube. Um, so whenever you type in London massage, you'll, you'll find me. I mean, how, and how yeah. cool is that? You know, to be able to type in massage in London on YouTube and find me very easily, you know. Uh, and a lot of um, a lot of other therapists, you know, aren't uh, you know don't don't see the power of that for some for some strange reason. And people are turning around to me and saying, "Well, are you are, are people contacting you off the strength of your videos? So are you getting maybe like five calls every single day?" I said, "Well, that's not that's not necessarily the point straight away. The fact is that you can always use that video. That video is advertising for you while you sleep, you know, yeah. and it's free, and." Um, you can you can also use that as well. Wherever, wherever you are, you always pull out your phone and say, "Well, oh, this is a video that I made earlier." Um, yeah. If they want to know what what I'm like, you know, um, uh, or if they want evidence that I, you know, that I can actually do what I say that I, I do, you know, you can always like you know pull out a, a video of you working at a particular sporting event or going into this particular clinic, you know, um, and they just don't. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm actually quite quite frustrated that I can't seem to you know, build up a team of, uh, of people that, uh, you know, that, that have that sort of go-getting, you know, mindset. If I, had to, if I had to say this is, you have a similar issue that I do in that you're looking for other entrepreneurially minded massage therapists. Right. There aren't a lot of us. What I would actually do, James, is I would spend my time look up entrepreneurial circles for people around your age in other industries. Mm. So find someone who's doing like tech related stuff, but needs video production. Now network with them. Mm. So help produce some of their videos and vice versa. So you're forming a network of like entrepreneurially minded people, not necessarily body workers. If I was looking for innovation within the massage industry, it's very lonely. There's just not a lot going on. So it's easier to go into other industries and work with entrepreneurs. The other thing that I think is a benefit to you, because I know that you're trying to forge ahead, um, even with the current obstacles we have, is that you're going to get different viewpoints and different frames of reference when you see people selling other products and services and how they're making that fit their audience. Yeah. Pro- products and services. That's actually something that's, uh, that's, that, that has, that's helped, helped me out as well. You know, I just realized that's one thing that 
I know this is a little bit a little bit off off track, but when you say as soon as you said products and services, nobody really associates what we do as as a as a product or no one associates like products with our our service. And I and I came to think, and uh, now now we've got affiliate marketing. There's very few people that um, yeah. that also also include that as well. I mean that's that's something that helped me. I'm not saying that I I made a full time in, income out of, out of this. Um, no way near, in fact. However, it was something that's better than nothing during these times. And uh, yeah, you you can always you can always affiliate um, what you um, uh, some of the, some of the benefits of of your knowledge as well. So yeah. um, there's somebody somebody who contacted me who had a had a I think she had a it's a long time now several months ago now I think she had a bruised arm and she didn't want to go into hospital because I think that the the hospital at the time said well you can come in however uh, there is you know there is a risk of you catching something because of you know, we're living during these times and you know only come in if you really really think you need to uh, and so somebody gave her my phone number. No, somebody, somebody contacted. Sorry, somebody gave her my my Facebook details to her, and then she contacted me, and I, we got we got talking. I said, well, unfortunately, at, the, at this point in time, I can't see you. However, yeah. from what you're telling me, uh, here's a product that I think that could that could benefit you. I mean, this is the best I can offer you for now. She bought the product. I got a little bit of commission, and that was uh, and that was a little that was a little a little something that uh, that I got. Um, you could also make we could also make videos on. On particular products, which again I think not, not a lot of therapists know about. So yeah. there are there are things that we can that we can do. Um, it's just I feel, you know, I feel like we just we just don't have that. You know, we just don't have that uh, that go that go getting attitude. And you're you're right, you're right. I really think uh, I need to be associated with uh, other people with an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, you know, if it's if it's IT people, if it's uh, even if it's other salespeople, um, yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm I'm starting to find now that the people that uh, that are more willing to uh, uh, to be bodies on my on my table for when I'm doing videos are a uh, non a non massage therapist, you know. Yeah. Um, and I and I, well, and I, and I, I, I yeah. you're about to say something. We're having yeah, we're having serious conversations within what I'm doing because as I'm working towards these multi-camera live streams. I really think in some ways I've been selling to the wrong audience, which is mm -hmm. I need to go directly to the public and just unleash what I do massively in video and allow the audience to find me. I suspect yeah. it's just the general public. It's, it's Joe the plumber who's got low back pain and I'm using some combination of yoga, time massage, body work, self-care, self-massage, and just a little bit of education to help him with his back pain. That's yeah. a much larger audience than focusing on, you know, licensed massage therapists. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I mean, for me, like everyone, everyone seems to say, to, that's the thing as well. Like, people tend to say, oh, you know, find your target market, find your target, you know, who's, who, you know, who's your ideal, ideal client. And I, and I just thought to myself, well, you know, you know what, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not that big to, uh, to do my own market research and to go, go out onto the streets and uh, and survey everybody um so what what i've been what i've been doing is just like saying well look here i am this is what i do this is what i'm good at doing uh and then from and then from that you know i get uh, i get i get my response and and for me i mean i'm only just talking i'm just talking i'm only just talking about me but um 
uh, the main people that are coming through the door are your, you know, your office workers, um, you know, with their, you know, with a general sort of neck and upper body sort of shoulder discomfort uh, I, that, I, that I deal with. And uh, yeah, that, that's that's my that's my main, I suppose, specialty. Although I can do a lot more, a lot more things, but I just don't think the um, uh, the, the message the message is getting out there. Not a lot of us are, are putting are putting out um, yeah putting out putting out the message. Well, really too. On, on the upside, you know, I like when therapists are independent and go out and do it. You know, entrepreneurially yeah. minded. They're not waiting on somebody to create it for them. At the same yeah. time, the benefit to you and I is it's inordinately easy to stand out because we're willing to make some video. Yeah. I'm using Zoom. I pressed a button on my phone and plugged in some headphones. Like the yeah. technology is easier and easier to be able to do things like this. People are going, I don't understand. Why do you have a podcast? And I say, yeah. listen, people go to my website check out my podcast because they want to know who I am. Yeah. And then they book a session and pay me $300 for a session. I mean, the sessions yeah. are three hours long, but still a hundred dollars an hour is pretty good. And yeah. they're like, what? And I'm like, man, I'm getting ready to try to do like a cooking show. Like I'm going to yeah. go do food, food tutorials and tastings. Like I'm going to have three different kinds of cheddar cheese and do like a tasting of cheddar cheese, you know? tequila yeah. beers you know and people are like why are you doing that and i'm like because you're building persona you're talking about food taste biology food chemistry marketing advertising and you're building a bigger audience around people who maybe they're on instagram they're looking up cheddar cheese they find my profile and go oh wow this was like a nice video it looks like he's you know, like re reviewing food stuff I'm interesting in, I'm sorry, interested in. Yeah. And the whole thing is if they are also interested in those things, they may follow me and then learn more about video and education. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny that you talk about, you talk about food as well, because um, I, was, I was, funny enough, I was thinking about doing something very similar. I mean, I know you're yeah. talking about different like cheeses and what have you, but with me, uh, I was, I was thinking about uh, just reviewing certain like you know, healthy foods, like, you know, your protein bars and what have you and uh, sort of low calorie drinks. And uh, yeah, that's something that I was, I wanted to sort of like work into my, uh, to my videos. And there seems to be like, I mean, I, I mean, that's, so, there seems to be a trend at the moment. Um, mukbang at the moment, it seems to be quite big. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of the, a lot of young people know what it is, uh, like teenagers and people in their early twenties. You know the Korean, um, it's, it's a Korean word. It seems to be yeah. seems to have cottoned on like worldwide, where you know people like film themselves eating. You know, yeah. I was thinking, and I was thinking about doing something a little bit, a little bit similar. Maybe having something to eat, something healthy to eat. Maybe doing like a massage of somebody straight after. You know, see how that uh, see how that goes. But uh, yeah, yeah, I just haven't had the chance to to do, that, to do all of that just yet. Um, but also, like I've got my. Um, my, my new camera where you can like you can get the product i mean this is this is this is quite a sort of nerdy stuff but i don't i don't know if like, a lot of people would be interested so if you to take a product and put it into the put it into the camera screen so hold on where am i where's it like that sometimes yeah. like the camera would uh wouldn't focus on that you'd have to like cover yourself cover you know cover the the product like this and then it will, it will focus but the um the one that i've got will just focus on that like, naturally so 
yeah, it's the uh, the Sony ZV-1 that I got hold of. So, yeah, this just uh, like it's probably it's, that's probably like a little detail that I think um, that, pe that people that make videos would uh, would want to know. But uh, that's how my mind works at the moment. Yeah. 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 So. But, I mean, um, di differentiation. You know, it, it's building. Uh, a public platform, uh, building fans, those fans grow, you know, some people buy things, whether it be sessions, products, services, you try to mm. diversify revenue streams, uh, continue building. There's a lot that I could say about it. And I think the fundamental concepts are pretty easy. It's just, it's hard to do in the sense that it's going to be time consuming. And it's something that you're going to have to continue to work at. Like, Running your own business is a lot of ongoing maintenance. Yeah, there's a, there's always there's always something there's always something to do. There's always a lot of um, a lot of things a lot of things in the background that needs to be needs to be tied up. Some just like you know really sort of tiny little little minor things, but have to be have to be sorted. And and that's and that's the thing where I find, well that that was actually the benefit really of COVID for me is that I'm, I was before COVID I was always on the go. Uh, I'd wake up, sometimes I'd wake up one morning, wake up super early, and then realize that I've had another, because my, each day each day of mine is different. So I'd wake up in the morning thinking that I was late, and then realize it wasn't actually, you know, Wednesday, it was Tuesday. So I had an extra extra hour in bed. Uh, but the benefit of COVID was that I could actually slow down a little bit, you know? So that was, um, that, that was one thing that really, that really helped, uh, helped, helped me out a bit. But um, yeah. Yeah, no, there, there is there is a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of other other things in the background that need to be uh, need to be done. For me, uh, I tend to focus a lot on uh, on advertising and promoting myself uh, when I when I do, and and also even for me, like you know, the, like oh, people say, well, how do I get how do I get work or how do I get interviews? It's just it's become habit for me. So like I've just been. Uh, every day I get, I receive emails, like, you know, people looking for massage therapists and I just, I just, even if, even if I'm still, even if I've got, even if I'm inundated with work, I'm still applying, you know, I think, I think I'm still in the habit now, even if I was, um, even if I did have my own independent business and if I had people contacting me direct, I think I'm in that habit of still applying for work because I've done it so many times. Um, just because I've got, I've got that. Um, I think I may have like a, a healthy fear of being unemployed, or being at, so unemployed isn't really a good word, but being, being not having the work coming in. So that's yeah. my sort of proactive, uh, uh, my proactive thinking, really. Yeah, I mean, the students I work with are floundering to some degree because they're trying to figure out what to do. And fundamentally, if you offer, offer a touch-based service during COVID, we've got problems. Like, that's not going to work on the same scale that it did, you know, three months ago, six months ago, pre-COVID. Yeah. Everything has changed. It's something we're going to have to deal with probably till the end of the year at least, maybe into the new year. Um, I'm kind of waiting to see what happens because one of my revenue streams was teaching class in person. That's gone. Like this year yeah. has been, you know, I taught a class in March just before COVID really hit, before people were, mm. uh, you know, concerned. 
and it was a very small class, but still people weren't afraid to get together in person. It's gotten bad enough that people are like shaming people in various ways, depending on what they do. Um, you know, I went by a, a pool and there were, there were people having like a big pool party, which I was sort of taken aback by because I don't, I don't know what other precautions people are taking. I don't want to go out and judge other people, but I've been trying as much as possible to continue what revenue streams I have and avoid people as much as possible. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it is, it, as you said, it is really difficult to, uh, to do, to do this sort of work when people are trying to avoid contact as much as possible. And that's, um, yeah, it just leaves, it just leaves us, uh, just leaves us like pretty obsolete really. But then again, there are people, you know, there are people out there in pain and, um, it, I think, I think it need, there needs to be some sort of, uh, oh, what's the, what's the word? I think the word, I think the word is some sort of special, dis, I think discretion probably, probably is the word. I think if they, you know, if, if, the, if the client can, uh, can prove that they you know, the, the only way that they can manage their, their pain is through having like, you know, good, you know, good massage work done and nothing else seems to be helping, then maybe that could yeah. be, that could be an option, you know? I mean, even even though that, but that won't that won't produce like uh, enough work for most of us therapists. But at least it's something, you know. These are some work that you might be able to get hold of, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think also at the very the very start at the very start of the lockdown here, there were a lot of therapists. Well, I think a lot of um, a lot of agencies were trying to get their ther the therapists to do to do more sort of one-on-one uh, -on -one, like video sessions, like just telling people how to use like foam rollers and doing some self-massage techniques and just sharing, sharing a lot of tips with, um, with clients, but that, that only, that only really lasted so long. You know, I think, you know, I don't think you, the, the, the aftercare you give somebody isn't going to be you know, the real, the real meat and potatoes of the operation. So I think that lasted for about maybe a month max. And then that sort of faded out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, the it's tough. I mean, the industry, yeah, there, there's no perfect solution when people deal with a hands-on service and there's a novel virus. I mean, it's just a, I never could have imagined that this was going to happen. But mm. the need for massage and body work is greater than ever. Um, once the things do really open back up, I suspect that the market is going to take a large jump. The other thing that I assume, based on what I've seen here in Texas, is therapists are selling equipment and leaving the industry, which means when things go back to normal, there's going to be a glut of people looking for a new therapist because their therapist retired or moved on to another career. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, yeah, that'll be, yeah. I'll, I mean, right. I mean, that's a very, that's a very positive outlook. I mean, I just have that. Uh, I'd love to, I'd love to feel that, that positivity of like, you know, once this is over, and I'm sticking at it that like, you know, because a lot of people have, uh, have retired that I'm going to have, I'm going to get a lot of work. You know, yeah. I just hope, uh, yeah, I hope I can, you know, I hope I can adopt some of that positivity because right now I'm not, I'm not feeling it at all. Oh yeah, no, no. It's, it's hard to be optimistic in the middle of, uh, everything that's going on. It's almost like, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder 
because it's just this floating anxiety about an unknown virus and vector. So, you know, it's just going to take time for people to deal with it and for us to deal with the biological hazard. Um, I really wish therapists would spend more time working on the business side and infrastructure for their business, which includes video production, video blogging, social media accounts, making a TikTok channel. Yes, yeah, a TikTok account. I know it sounds crazy. Um, and like, you know, working on those things. But I also don't judge therapists who basically have just used this time to take a break. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I, I only took a break because I haven't taken a break. I haven't been on holiday for several years. And uh, earlier on this year, I was in ho I was admitted in hospital for uh, for pneumonia, and that um, that changed my perspective a little bit. I just realised like I've only I've been working nonstop for five, six, seven years, um, and I haven't really taken a break. And that just like that that just, that just brought something home for me. Really, I just thought you know what I need to. I just need to you know, every now and again just have a have a break, you know, just do something that's not related to work. Really, shut, you know, shut myself off from everything, which is very very hard to do. I mean, I, I'm sure you feel the same way. I'm, I'm sure you're probably lying in bed at the time, about to go to sleep. You're probably even sometimes I'm sure you're even dream, dreaming about work, you know. Um, but then, um, yeah, I mean, I took about maybe maybe a week or two off when we went into lockdown, and then I just I, I started thinking again, like you know. How am I going to get back, you know, back into work? And the only thing that I could really think about was um, was number one, like you know, making making videos consistently, and then number two, get involved in affiliate marketing. Um, although yeah. although my affiliate marketing skills um, are completely rubbish, I must admit that um, it, it is it, at least it's something that I can work on, you know, and um, yeah, and it's stuff that I've been I've been trying to share with other other people. But I think I've been sharing with the wrong people. Um, maybe I need to work more with, uh, you know, maybe maybe other other fitness professionals potentially. I think might be might be another good um, a good um, a good way to to get in. I think. I mean, you speak to personal trainers; they seem to be a lot more a lot more into their into their marketing and advertising than not, not the therapists. So I don't know how it works over over uh, your way, but that's what I see over here. I, I, I generally see it as the same. I, I think one of the biases, when I look at um, adjunct industries, so personal trainers and yoga teachers come to mind. Personal trainers and yoga teachers are much more active on social media and they're much more active in education. I suspect a big part of the difference is yoga teachers and personal trainers work with people who are clothed so they can make mm -hmm. video. And that was what I realized made me weird in the massage industry is that I had a completely closed on form of work where I could film everything that completely changed yeah. the conversation and allowed me to regularly put out video and educate the public about what I was doing specifically. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, th I don't know what it is over here in, in the UK. I think maybe I think that us British people are a bit too uh, a bit too shy. Even with clothes on, I'm still struggling to get some people to get in front of the camera because oh, I don't like the way I look. Oh, you know, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. I said, well, you don't have to say anything. You just lie down there and just have the uh, have the treatment. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what my work colleagues are going to think. Well, you know, this is you know what you decide to do in your own life is up to you, but sure. why are you not breaking the law? Um, yeah. 
but that's uh, that's that's something that I'm going to be uh, going to be working on as well. Oh, actually, one thing that I um that I that I did as well uh, during 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 this time actually recently because I'm, I'm looking I'm looking for a chance to actually use my my new camera as well. Um, I went back to what I what I did in the past was I contacted different charities. Uh, but the thing is, I just realised now is like. Oh gosh, you know we're still we're still in COVID and everyone and people in the offices are still working from home, so they're not going to contact me. So, yeah, doom and gloom, mate. Doom and gloom. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's again, still looking for different I'm, avenues. I'm very empathetic for therapists who are having problems. You know, I've I've explained this to students before and colleagues. You know, if my my business, okay, where I'm at. If, if my business went under for some reason, and I'm not that far away. I mean, my main consumers now is the public, but I can't do a lot of sessions, right? Like I'm not really advertising for clients. And then students. Well, the students have mostly gone by the wayside, at least for in-person classes. So one of those revenue streams collapsed. If many more of my revenue streams collapsed, I'd have to go deliver pizza. I'd have to go deliver for Amazon. Right. I'd have to find another job, but I don't think it's a sign of not being entrepreneurial when you work for someone else or take money from delivering pizza and roll it into your dream business. It's just yeah. a manifestation of where you are at any given time and how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to work for yourself, you know, build your dream there's a reason why I put so many hours in to doing what I'm doing because I don't just have a business. I have a spiritual fervor around what I'm doing and using the body work I'm teaching to address uh, social issues. You know, it's like we have an opiate epidemic in the United States that I think a large part of what I'm teaching helps solve some of that problem. We have an issue with social justice and equity issues related to like Black Lives Matter in the United States. What I'm teaching goes a long way to address some of those issues. We have big issues in the United States in regard to gender norms and Me Too. 80% um, of the massage industry in the United States is women. My work goes to answer, to solve a large degree of those issues and problems, or at least um, attacks a portion of it. But I don't think people see that initially. Um, you know, I have a spiritual fervor around what I'm doing and teaching. That's just as much part of my spirituality as it is my finance and business. That's why I continue doing this obsessively is because I just love it. Yeah, no, I like I like what I like what I do too. I mean, I always like the, like seeing the journey of people, people improving under under your under your work, you know. And it's just very um, it's a it's a it's a very it's very satisfying to see see what's going on, to identify problem areas, you know, get that get that worked and developed, and and see them just going going on their way, and just and also maybe helping them as well with the maintenance with some maintenance sessions as well. Um, and so that is that is a, that is a sat that is a satisfying. Is a satisfying thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm feeling the same way as you. Uh, I'm looking at alternative. Uh, you know, I'm I'm also looking about getting a getting a job. I never thought I'd say that, but um, but yeah, I mean, there's no there's no shame. There's certainly no shame in it. 
no, uh, for sure. No, and the thing yeah. is, and, and in a weird way, I think, let's say you got a job, you know, doing something completely different. You're likely going to look at products and services and business from a different angle because you're dealing with a different thing. And I think that can be really valuable. I worked as a volunteer coordinator at a nonprofit for several years, and it was one of the better things I did for my massage practice because it made me address problems in a different industry in a completely different way and then take those skills that I had learned and then apply it back into my own business doing massage and body work. Yeah. Well, yeah, I need to, yeah, I think, I think, I'm, I think now, now that I've got a little bit of extra time, I think I may even do something, something similar. I may even do like a little bit of voluntary work potentially. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be that'd be free. Oh, um, one thing I wanted to ask you. So when you do when you do your home visits, I mean, what what are the laws yeah. over there in terms of uh, in terms of COVID? So if you if you go into somebody's property to do uh, to do a treatment, uh, are there any are there any particular uh, procedures you need to follow? So I, I could be wrong about this. I think that the state of Texas is requiring therapists to wear a mask when they work on people. And then I'm not as sure if the client has to wear a mask according to like mandate. Um, I've hmm. seen a little bit of discussion about that. Um, my situation is even more unique because I'm going into people's homes. Like I don't yeah. have a massage facility anymore. Like I had a, a home studio prior. At the moment, I'm just doing out call. So it's this thing where there's sort of like, I, I hate to say it, but it feels like there's a loose interpretation and I'm seeing some, some infighting on massage therapist forums about what the rules are and are not. And, you know, there's all the hoopla about COVID. Generally, what I tend to do is just make the clients feel as comfortable as possible. And when a client says, you know, are you going to wear a mask? I'm like, absolutely. No, no, excuse me, no issues at all. Um, I think first and foremost, you want people to feel safe because we're trying to relax people. And then mm -hmm. that's also why I've chosen to really limit my exposure. Where again, I think in the last three or four months, I've only seen, I think, two or three new clients. And I had pretty detailed phone intakes with those people to find out, listen, are you going to the beach and going to parties? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, you know, I, and I understand there's a degree of risk anytime we work with someone. I'm willing to, you know, deal with a certain degree of risk, but I don't want to be completely socially irresponsible either. Um, when I go to stores or restaurants, of course, I wear a mask. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate now where for the past month or so, I'm in my own apartment, so I'm mostly alone where I don't have to deal with that sort of stress. But I think in Texas, there is a general mandate that you're supposed to wear a mask in a facility and the clients are supposed to wear a mask. I've also seen therapists complaining because the clients don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. And they're like, listen, if you want a session, you got to wear the mask. And it's causing some like, you know, back and forth with people and their clients. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for us, it's it's uh, it's law, so there's no there's no argument about it. You know, it's like you yeah. have to do it. 
Um, although one thing that I've come to realize as well, I mean, I think, yeah, it's not really a popular thing to be saying, but like uh, for me, like I think some of the people who were my regulars aren't my regulars at the moment because I've, because of what I wear is a mask, I wear a visor, I wear an apron. Thing is, I don't know if you've seen videos of me wearing this visor and an apron, a visor, apron, and mask. Um, thing is, when you when you when you go to meet somebody, I mean, some people come come for a, come for a massage. They come they come for a massage to relax, de-stress, maybe have their their you know also have their pain like uh, addressed as well. Um, but I think part and parcel of it is um, is that connection as well with another human being. It's, it's also it's a very it's a very social thing as well to be doing. Some people will come along. And um, and offload their problems. They'll talk about their problems. I mean, okay, we're not we're not trained psychotherapists, but that's what people do. You know, you, sometimes even with hairdressers as well. You know, people just have like a general good old chit chat. You know, however, if you're you know, you're, you're wearing that visor, you're wearing um, you're, you're wearing the mask. It's a bit like it's a bit like having a. It's, it's almost compared to I think you know trying to have a, a, a very deep meaningful conversation with somebody. Well, that you know, while the person you're talking to is wearing those, wearing like very, you know, very dark sunglasses, and that's how I, yeah, that, 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 that's how I feel. It's almost like there's there's too much of a barrier as well between um, between two individuals when you're doing a when you're doing a treatment. I think anyway. Yeah. You know, um, uh, and I think that's that a lot of that is, is missing because I, I think people, you know, people, you know, like the reassurance of touch, and I've and I've, and I've actually come to come to experience this as well. You know, sometimes I go into a you know, I go into a cafe somewhere, order my coffee, um, and sit down. Whereas previously, you know, you'd be able to sit down and have a bit of a general chat with somebody. Um, but because there's so many, so many barriers now, so like you go, you go into a cafe, there's a big, um, big plastic screen, so you don't, um, you know, you don't infect anyone. They don't infect you. Um, can't shake hands with people anymore. Uh, yeah, it's it's all, yeah. So I'm just I'm just ranting I'm just ranting on about like that and so many other things as well. But yeah, I yeah. mean again it's it's a it's a rough situation. Um, I mean who likes wearing the mask? Very few. You know who yeah. likes that things have for the, the to a large degree like shut down? Very few. Um, it's just something that we currently deal with, and I suspect it's just going to ease over time. Um, as people develop some immunity and it continues to spread, my assumption is COVID is a little bit like the flu. It's going to continue to mutate in various ways and people will develop an immunity to it. But um, there's a reason that the flu vaccine only covers certain strains of flu. You know, the flu cycles through. I suspect COVID is probably, excuse me, a virus of that same uh, manner where it's going to continue to evolve in various ways and it'll cycle through periodically. Um, you know, it's, it's a horrible biological situation. And then beyond that, the economic impact of what it's done, at least in the United States, I'm not as familiar with what it's done globally. I haven't been really keeping track. The problem is so big. It almost feels overwhelming. Like it, it almost feels like if I spent a lot of time focusing on it, it would cause me to be depressed. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I think it does cause people to be depressed, and that depression rubs off on other people as well. Um, so, you know, some of the people that are very close to me, it's like it's really affected me as well, and I'm like trying my very best as well to uh, to deal to deal with that. Um, but also, yeah. So just to go to go back a little bit with your 
with the with your the stuff the stuff that you you deal with in terms of like you know wearing your mask and everything with the um do you do you carry your futon to people's homes or do they do they is there yeah a i have home? um be, be, because i'm doing out call only at the moment um mm. i've got um mats that are vinyl that can be wiped down after the session i yeah. usually have a, a flat sheet over the top of them to begin with but i can wipe them down and then I'm also not really using a huge amount of like oil or cream. The people are clothed. Yeah. So it doesn't really protect people in terms of COVID. Like I don't think that doing table massage is more or less of a, a viral you know, issue. Um, yeah. I think the biggest difference is I just see less people because I'm only dealing with max two people a day. Yeah. Oh, um, are you able to, are you able to show me the map that you use or? Is that, is that easy to get hold um, of? Yeah, I can, I can send you a link. Um, the mat I purchased comes from Amazon. Um, I don't even remember. It's like the best gymnastics mat, something like that. Um, when I do out calls, I take one of them. When I'm in a home studio environment, what I did previously is I would connect the two of them. They have Velcro along an edge. So it'll okay. make one big mat so there's room to like walk around the client. Okay. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I need to – yeah, certainly send me, the, send me the link for that. That would be brilliant. Yeah, and it's like yeah, you, yeah. I can send you that. It's, it's got it's got a handle that you can you can hold on to. Yeah, it's inordinately it's a yeah it's synthetic. It's inordinately lightweight. It's very inexpensive. I think it was less than a hundred dollars uh, for a single mat. Okay. Um, it's highly portable. They're easy to stack. It really hit a sweet spot as far as like what people needed. So that's what I'm using. I even collected the mats from the Time Massage Jam that I usually hold on to some of those mats to be able to demonstrate different mats in my classes. But I'm actually thinking about unloading those mats to people in the Austin Time Massage community and then buying more of these mats. Because when I do the jams, for instance, I can just interlink the mats. I can just put yeah. all the mats together to make one big floor mat. Oh yes, yeah. How how are the how are the jams coming on? Are they completely, completely? Uh... Oh yeah, no, it's it's completely yeah. I I called it off. I think in March, and then I told people, hey guys, listen, this is kind of unknown to me. Um, I'll get back to you around July, and then as we got towards uh, June, I went into the group, started talking to people, and said, hey guys, you know, how are we feeling? What's going on? People flipped out people were getting angry at me they're like how dare you even insinuate that you would get people together and i'm like whoa man i'm just asking what we want to do as a community like i don't yeah. spend all day doing research on covid and covid numbers and statistics i'm just trying to find out like and the other thing is i think when i looked at the people who were complaining most of them have never been to the jam so it's people who don't realize that like we can have in a jam with four people. Yeah. And if those, if those four people agree and want to wear masks, you know, it's like massage therapists are working in a facility where they're seeing like eight people in a day. Yeah. That's a much greater uh, risk in my opinion, just because you're dealing with a certain, you know, uh, numbers and statistics that way. But likely what I'm going to do, just like I'm doing with education, is the Time Massage Jam is going to go online. Um, here in the near future, when I get the multicam set up, uh, excuse me, when I have it steady, I'm going to go ahead and just have a colleague over like you 
and then I'm just going to work on them for an hour and do like some demonstrate techniques that anybody can do at home and try to get people to work with me and take the time and size jam online. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's another, that's another thing. I think I'm really, I'm really looking, looking up to you because like the people that you, I think the most of the people that you're talking to are just thinking, okay, well, how am I going to, how am I going to make video? How am I just going to get myself in front of the camera? And then I'm at a phase where I'm thinking, well, I need to learn editing skills. But the thing is, I'm looking to you and what you're doing is you're considering doing like multi-camera angles and that sort of thing. And I'm like, dude, man, that is, that's really cool. I mean, what, one thing that I was thinking about doing when, I, when, well, when the technology comes along, I mean, we have the technology now for drones, but the only thing is when you do, when you do a drone, when you're when you're filming something, it's just the the propellers on it make too much of a make too much of a no- noise. However, yeah. do you imagine if you could if you have a drone, you've got the remote control and you preset it. So let's like say angle one, angle two, angle three. You just you just press you know on the remote control where you want to which which angle you want to catch the the massage from. Uh, that's something that I was considering, but we don't we don't have the technology at the moment to to make like soundless drones right now. But that's something I'm pretty yeah. considering for the future. Um, yeah, once you know, once all this is over, and I can start saving up money again, you know. Yeah, I mean, repeated iteration is one of the things that I've been saying repeatedly. And what it is is, you do something, you try to improve it, you make it better, and you tweak as you go. The repeated iteration is what leads to what I could say is innovation, but, you know, making things continually better. It's not about being perfect. You just start with a smartphone. Maybe you get a tripod. That's your first, Ooh, you know, big step. Um, Once you're able to do that, you just try to expand, you know, it's like everybody's business is a bit different, but I'm a big fan of personal brand. The people who want to get sessions with me, like me as a person, the students who want to study with me like me as a person and building that trust and rapport with clients and students is what allows you to continue building the product mm. and service. Yeah, that's, that's something that you, you hit something on the, you hit the nail on the head at the moment. I was going through a bit of a, bit of a phase recently. Somebody said to me, Oh, James, you know, why don't you make more yoga videos? And I was like, oh, you know, why would I, why would I want to make yoga videos at the moment? You know, the vast, the vast majority of yoga teachers right now that are actually making it are wearing, you know, are young, attractive females in bikinis on the beach somewhere, you know, doing, doing all the most advanced poses. How, how am yeah. I going to compete with that? How, how am I going to compete with that? However, I, I just decided to make a video, just a general, just a general warm up video, um, just because I wanted to use my, uh, my new camera. And I put, and I just posted it to my to my students, and uh, one of my students, uh, you know, replied to me and said, "Well, she did a class today and said, we well, you know what, my uh, my husband's ex- is is experiencing a little bit of sciatic pain at the moment, and uh, he did your video, and that's uh, that's helped him uh, helped him quite a bit. Now, thanks for doing that, and that and that was like a little bit of um, motivation that uh, that helped me that's that's helping me to to make some more in the future. So you you know, it's just it's just a little something to reinforce what you what you said about." Um, you know, about people getting to know you as a person and liking you as a person and developing your, you know, your personal brand. 
Yeah. I mean, it is uh, in a way a lot of work. Um, I think therapists in particular, service providers who go and work for someone else, they have a very set notion of like, they just go in and do the massage. Mm -hmm. But what I'm really talking about is entrepreneurially building new services that are adjuncts, if you will, to massage, if you even consider them massage in some instances. And when you're selling something the public isn't aware of, education is really important. The video that I put out is the ongoing education, is the ongoing message, the ongoing conveying of ideas, and then finding the audience who really wants to partake in those same things. It's not a matter of converting people to your way of thinking. It's you getting on camera, being authentic, and drawing the people who already think like you do. Yeah. I think... um... I think in in that in, in what you were just saying as well what what I found what I think is um, is quite quite interesting because I'm also thinking about something else so like with a lot of people out there who say well I don't know what I'm going to post you know that, that's the one thing well I say like well for me I started off very 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 small you know I didn't know really what to post however when I had that one client that said well I've got this particular problem or I need to ha- I need a bit of help with this I thought to myself okay well I'm going to make a video for that, um, I'm not going to say, oh, John Smith asked me to make a video. Oh, I'm decided to make this video for John Smith. I just say, well, this is, a, this is what somebody um, said to me, and here is my answer to it, and I'm making this available to the public. And that was that's, that's something that got me started, and that's something that built a little bit of an audience for me. Um, yeah, so I thought that, that that's something that I wanted just to, just to put out to put that out there. Uh, Robert, I just realised now that we've gone we've gone over the uh, we've gone over the hour. Well over the hour. I was quite surprised that we're going to last that long. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, no, about... I, yeah. I, I did one the other day. It was like two and a half hours. So you need to head out, right? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, it's about, uh, it's about just gone, gone 11 here. I have an interview, sure. another Zoom interview tomorrow morning. So, so let's do this real quick. Tell the audience again where they can find you online. Yeah, sure. Just go to www.maxstrengthholistics.co.uk. Alternatively, if you um, if you type in massage in London on YouTube, you'll find me. Uh, that's the power of uh, video. You can find me uh, very, very easily uh, and other examples of what I do. Also, if you type in uh, Tweena London, so Tweena, T-U-I-N-A space London, uh, you'll find even more videos of me there. So, um, yeah, please do uh, please do comment on, on those videos, uh, like and subscribe. Uh, for Max Strength Holistics, and uh, yeah, hope to even see some of you who watch this in person. You just never know. Sure. So listen, James, thank you so much for coming on and discussing thank with you. me. We can do some more of these in the future. Uh, everybody, it's great having you here on the podcast. If you want to follow me, you can find me on my social media. I'm mostly everywhere. And also check out our free trial subscription service for CE Education. There's over 500 hours of my video instruction available for $7 a month. And your first month is free. Thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. And I will see you very, very soon. Ciao.